Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Welcome Transformation Talk Radio listeners. My name is Ellen Stewart and I am the Pushy Broad from the Bronx. Welcome to my show, Recovery Recharged, with my illustrious co-host, Dr. Pat. How you doing, girl? Yeah, it's like uh, I love the roller coaster ride that we're getting to have these days. Just really juicy when we're talking about recovery right now. Um, and, you know, I love that we're talking about today that this is not simply a conversation about resetting our lives from recovery but we're talking about something super important today i'm so glad you're doing it with our guest because we gotta do something else when it comes to really cleaning up ourselves and our lives don't we we absolutely do and not only cleaning up and staying clean and sober but we notice that this time of year is almost like our new year right i mean summer's almost over we've got two more weeks to fall if you're in the jewish religion you're actually celebrating the new year right now so it seems like our time to kind of reset ourselves and and to focus on healthy goals and being in recovery is has everything to do with mind body wellness yeah so I thought today I would bring on a gal that I know really well and has been on my podcast, Women Who Push For More, because this gal, man, she's like the energizer bunny. Wait till, wait till you see what she's got in store for us, okay? Yeah. Let me tell you a little something about Colleen Cleary, who's with us today. She is the founder of the Cleary Method. She is a certified holistic health coach and a healthy habits expert who's working just outside of Portland, Oregon. So that's up in your country there, Dr. Pat. Yeah, that's them (laughs) Oregonian blueberries that I want to talk to her about. I'm going to see if I can get some of those from her. Oh, boy, are they good. There you go. Her one motto, and I love this, and it's on her website. She's on a mission to help women ditch dieting and instead embrace routines that serve them day after day. Ready for this? Even when their motivation wanes, right? My motivation right now is kind of in the gutter. So I'm really, really, you know, thrilled to be hearing what she's got in store for us. So holistic health coach and healthy habits expert, Welcome to Recovery Recharge, Carlene Cleary. How are you? Oh, I'm so good, and I'm so excited to be with you guys this morning. Dr. Pat and Ellen, thank you so much for inviting me on. I'm really excited to take a little deeper dive into this topic with you guys and all of your listeners. 
Fantastic. And I do want to keep recovery in mind because it's really important for us staying clean and sober to focus on holistic health and wellness. So can you, from your point of view, give us your definition of what you mean by holistic health and wellness so we all know? Because sometimes we get confused. Absolutely. There's so much information out there, right? So in my view, holistic health and wellness takes into account all the different components the food that you eat, if you're drinking enough water, the amount of sleep that you get, are you managing your stress? Are you moving your body? There's a lot that goes into it. So that's what I mean by holistic view. And also, too, not only getting involved in that aspect of it, but also maybe taking good care and maybe finding this time of year to see a doctor and do a checkup. Pat, how is your holistic health? How would you rate it? Well, I, I, I have to tell you, for me, I learned this early on in, in the recovery journey. And I don't know, and let me just point to it. I'm not sure how many people understand the cycle of this. Uh, you go through life and you spend most of your life, if we're staying with recovery for the moment, but I really want to go beyond that because I'll tell you the statistics are out now about what's been happening in the past 20 months. We're now getting the statistics. But if we're going to just stay with recovery for a minute, imagine that you know someone that's either been down the path of addiction, maybe has had a decade of drug use. Can you imagine what the body must feel like? So I just want to have a moment of realization because we talk about addiction and recovery in a lot of ways. And this is National Suicide Awareness Month. So let's not forget that. But parts of what doesn't happen is we go through this and we forget the body. And what I mean by that is, you know, a lot of people point to programs and not to coaching like you do, Ellen. And they captured this one thing that's very important. Stopping it. Stop drinking. Stop using. Yes, you must do that. But then what? How do you put back the nutrition in your body? How do you repair your liver? How do you take care of that kidney that just feels like a backache? How do you get rid of the brain fog? Do you know what you could eat? Do you know what you could drink? How do you realize in a moment that you have replaced sugar? Sugar has now replaced alcohol. How many of us that got sober in New York, our best stopping ground was in the West Village at every every dessert place in the West Village? Oh, my gosh. I mean, is anybody out there listening? This is what we're talking about today. Because without Colleen, the knowledge that you're going to bring forth today, what are we replacing it with? We're replacing it with similarity and it's not healing our body. And when our body doesn't heal and our brains don't get clear, booyah, what happens? It's called relapse. Exactly. And that's exactly what we're going to get to here. So let's talk a little bit about basic stuff, Colleen, as to how wellness, first of all, isn't one size fits all. So let's talk a little bit about that and how we can make that a road to preventing relapse. So fantastic focus and question. Thank you so much. Um, So the first thing that I tell my clients and that I will tell your listeners, 
the very first thing, no matter where you're at in your journey, if you're crushing it, or if you're like, I don't even know if I can make it another day, wherever you're at on that spectrum, give yourself grace. I know for a fact, we are all showing up, doing the best that we can do with the tools that we have. So if I thought beating you up was going to help, I, you know, have people pay me to yell at you, but we know that doesn't work. So give yourself grace. And then the next piece I want you to think about is kind of picking some low hanging fruit. What's going to be easiest for you to tackle? Um, because in our culture, we're a lot of go big or go home, make these big changes, but that's really hard to sustain, especially if you've been going through recovery, you've already tackled so much. So don't absolutely pat right. yourself on the back for that piece too. And that is a big thing. So, so give us an example of some of the simple firsts, low-hanging fruit that you're talking about. Some examples. So low-hanging fruit for wellness, just all wellness, whether you're in recovery or not, wherever you're at on that. One of the biggest things that you can do that has so much impact is to take a look at your morning routine because how you start your day matters. So if you're starting your day like I used to, hitting that snooze button six or seven times, oh, I'm so grumpy, I roll out of bed and I race to get ready for the day. That doesn't serve me as well as carving out the time to get up and drink some water, do a little journaling or meditation, maybe a little yoga or a walk. That serves me so much better. So morning routines, I'm a huge proponent of creating a morning routine that's going to serve you. Oh boy. That would be one place I would start. Can I just stay with you for a minute on that? Because, uh, right, Ellen's going like this, right? (laughs) My morning routine was a hostess cupcake, okay? A hostess Uh cupcake and a cup of coffee. So that was my morning routine, all right? Up until about last week. Mm -hmm. All right, so there you go. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, And part of the morning routine is you do nothing. And, you know, and you go and you drink whatever that is you drink that's loaded with sugar. Maybe it isn't, but, it, you know, whatever that is. And I have to tell you, I'm probably one of the few people that's not anti-coffee. I'm not one of those people. But I do drink organic, right? <laughs> and you got to really figure out your little sugar dosing. And you got to figure that out. But can we start at the morning routine? Because... Sure. Folks get it, and they don't get how. And it's daunting. Anybody that does this wellness fitness thing, they give you a morning routine that is not for people like me. (laughs) I I, I mean, when you are up as early as I am, and you are on the road, and then you're in the office, and you walk into a live studio office, and you find out, oopsie, one of your team members is going to get some testing done on any given. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. Or you walk in like we did on the weekend, the network's down. So can you give us the fact that this is not a one-size-fits-all? How do you help people customize what they need, Colleen? Oh, gosh. Right, Ellen? Freedom. Yes. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I wake up in the morning, it's a whole new day. Sometimes that morning starts at 3 a.m., Unbelievable. (laughs) Help, Colleen. Give us some answers. Yes. So one quick thing, and we're going to dive into morning routine for sure, 
you want to be really clear about why you're wanting to make this change. If you just dive first into, I'm going to make all these changes, I'm going to do all this stuff, but you don't really know why it's important to you, that's that piece when we talked at the beginning that I help people keep going even when the motivation is gone. If you don't know why it's important to you, you might not keep showing up. So please start there. Get really clear. I walk my clients through a process of figuring that out, but you got to know why you're doing it. Next, I really want you to start, start with very small steps. I do not want you to go from hitting the snooze button 10 times to getting up an hour earlier and doing all this stuff. That is way too much. So maybe just get up 10 minutes earlier. Maybe that's it. Do that for a couple of weeks. Show up consistently and then add on from there. Or maybe you're already up early enough. So your thing is I'm going to drink glass of water before I drink my coffee. And side note, I'm not against coffee either. So maybe you're not drinking enough water. Water's really important. Drink a glass of water when you drink your cup of coffee. Really start with very small things. Here's why. Most people come to me and most of your listeners will probably relate to this. When we go to start and reset and do that, we come with a lack of confidence that we can make it happen. We come with an identity that says, I give up on myself. So if we start small and we build momentum, that starts to change. And that is crucial. That's more important than the steps you do in the beginning. So let us know, give us an idea of what you've seen over the past year, especially through COVID, like Dr. Pat was talking before. How much more difficult has it been for us to do a wellness reset? Do you see a shift now that people are getting out a little more? Where have we gone? Give us an assessment of what's happening in the wellness arena since the onset of COVID. Yeah, it's a real mix, a real mix for sure. Um, people are talking about it more. They're for sure talking about mental health more than ever. There's a lot more conversations around how are you doing, right, than maybe there were before. So I really love that. Um, I will say I just read an article and just did a live stream on this about the term languishing. And it was a New York Times article. I'm sorry, I don't remember the author, but you can Google languishing, it pops up. And they were talking about, we're in this middle space, many of us, we're not flourishing. We're not like, wow, we've never been better. But maybe we're not in full, the darkest place either. We're just kind of in that middle ground, kind of going through a fog, kind of tired, kind of not really showing up as our best selves. So I'm seeing a lot, a lot of that. I've, I've been there myself. I totally get it. Wow. Is that where you are, Dr. Pat? Are you kind of languishing in limbo? Well, I'll tell you where, where I am. Uh, and this is where I think that, that we have to have a conversation about is that there is a place that we know we have been. And um, I don't find myself in limbo. I find myself in the point of decision making and knowing what I should do and not doing it and knowing what I shouldn't do and doing it. <laughs> I wish I could admit to being in limbo because that would be so much easier, right? Yeah. It's like, okay, yep, I'm on board. And then you just don't do it. Um, we have to do it. You know, we have never been in um, where we are now. And Colleen, you're right. We have to find ways 
to make things work. Um, it, it, does it take effort? It does. It takes effort. Is the reward greater than the effort? Tenfold. Tenfold. I mean, just one thing. And Colleen, maybe you talk to this. Just one thing. How many people do each of you know? And Ellen, I don't know if this is you. Maybe it's you. But how many people do you know get the equipment, get the, the fitness, get the elliptical, get the, the other uh, muscle-built fit gym, whatever you get, you get them. And you put them in a place in a house you never enter. <laughs> They're in my basement now. I'm just okay? saying. The treadmill, the treadmill and saying. the bicycle. Okay. The treadmill, the bicycle, the free weights. Okay. They're all in my basement. I can show you pictures. You're going to have to send us the pictures because I want Every Jamie to day post I say to myself, I'm good. You got to send them. And then I'm going to send the pictures I, I of my room. I and will. <laughs> and I just had this conversation with somebody. And so here's where we are you got to do something and so here's what i started to do to add really long answer to your question i started to drink more water wait hold on this is embarrassing is they were making there? fun of me today is it there is They're it making there? fun of me today okay. hold on okay hold on have you got it next jamie year? jamie was making fun of me today you've got a gallon next to you <laughs> i love that so much Right here. Right here. Okay, okay. I don't want to be left out. Look at it. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I, I rocked it. I was talking to Jamie and Malia this morning. And uh I, I just had put it down because I hadn't even been into my office yet. Thank you for Jamie and Malia. They open up all our offices. How cool is that energetically? But I had put this down and it's so big. Like when it sits on the table, like like if it sits on the table, right? I mean, but that was my decision to start that. Let me fix my camera. But you're right. And that's why Colleen is saying something that's really important. It may seem simple, but it's extremely important. One step at a time, one small thing that makes the difference. And as we know, and as we know in recovery, and as we know in science, it takes about 60 to 65 days to become a habit. One thing. You change one thing, and science tells us it becomes a habit. It becomes every day. Mm -hmm. So that when you come into your office and, and, and the whole world is falling, and Chicken Little says the sky is falling, and everything's happening around you, at least you have that one thing that you can yeah. rely on on that gives you strength and energy yeah. okay yeah and, and it's and it's even more important i mean the national association um of state mental health programs have talked about how severe mental mental illness can be without the benefit of holistic health and holistic recovery. Um, you know, it really will help you with your diabetes, with your high blood pressure, with your cholesterol, with your obesity. I mean, these are really important things. This is not just, okay, I'm going to start an exercise program, right, Colleen? You teach more than that, don't you? Uh, absolutely. And I want to go back for just a moment because you guys beautifully illustrated something when you talked about all the exercise equipment in the basement or whatever room that I'm never going to go into again, or it becomes clothes hanger. I think that's another popular one, right? 
And you're also now talking about your environment because there's your water bottle. So environment can play a crucial role in whether or not you reach your goals. It's a tool that you can use. So set it up so you have visual cues to drink your water, put your weights next to the TV remote so that you can't ignore them. Because if it's in the basement, you can ignore it, right? But when we set up our environment to support us and to remind us of the choices we're trying to make, that can be really powerful. I got to tell you, and let's jump into this now. Um, you are talking about some things that are vitally important. And I, and I know we're going to talk about this today. We must clean the toxins from our body, right? Now, why did I bring up exercise? Because I created a beautiful sanctuary room. And I put my exercise stuff in it. But think about that. Uh, and, and I have a, a, and there's a TV in it. And I, and I work by that. But I also have a table tennis table, a ping pong table in my garage. And so these two rooms are like 30 feet apart. So this morning, I was talking to my nutrition person, my holistic person, and I am in an interesting situation. And this, Ellen, talks to your question. See, sometimes what happens in recovery, Colleen, is that you go through life and you go and you do your due diligence, but you forget this is a lifelong journey. Why is that? Because even though you're doing things right, even though you may have done it for a while, you know, the body has taken its toll. I don't care if you were for an addict for a year or a decade or a lifetime, right? Some of us took our first drink at nine years old. So, I mean, but even if you haven't done that, even if you're not a drug and alcohol person, if you are consuming sugar and sugar in the form of carbohydrates, it is time to clean that out. Can you please talk about what we can do? Let's just clear the toxins from our body. And yeah, water is great, but not if I'm having a, what did, what did you have for breakfast, Ellen? What did you say you had? A cupcake you, and a cup of coffee. Okay, there we go. <laughs> I did not do that. I'm not saying, I had like a, a drink, um, but... We try every fad and diet. Now, I will tell you the short note after we come back from break, but I want to hear from you about what I'm doing about my fitness stuff. I will tell you, Linda's ears are going to cringe, but she's going back to Jersey <laughs> on Sunday, so I'm not even going to worry about it. But where do we start with nutrition, right? Yes. So let's keep it simple, okay? Because as we know, there is so much information out there, and you can get lost in it, and you can get confused. So keep it really simple. And here are my top tips when it comes to your nutrition. I want you to aim for sticking for less processed foods. Stop going up and down the aisle where everything's prepackaged and the ingredients list is 10,000 items long and you don't even know what half that stuff is. So start shopping the perimeter of the grocery store best you can. Get that fresh produce. Go over to the protein meats department if that's your thing. If you're vegetarian, obviously skip that. Get over to those whole grains. Stop eating so much processed food. It's not doing you any good, okay? So when you start reducing that and you start adding in more fresh veggies, things like that, 
big win right there. You don't have to do a lot of reading or studying to figure that out. Just try to add in actual whole foods and cook at home more. To your point about sugar, couple of things. I would say if you start adding in things like berries, other whole fruits, bell peppers, like red bell peppers, carrots, things that are naturally sweet, because they have sugar in them too, but that's different than the refined sugar you're talking about. That will help satisfy the sugar cravings that you have. Okay. And we could talk about cravings all day long too, but that helps. Staying hydrated will help as well. Then the other thing is really try to get as many green and different colored vegetables into your diet as well. Those leafy greens, they're your best friend. They're your best friend. And there's a million ways to get them into your diet. But start, don't worry about, oh, I should quit eating that cupcake. I know that sounds weird, but the second you said, I'm going to stop eating the cupcake, what does your brain do? Oh no, no more cupcakes. (laughs) Like you panic, it goes into an alarm. So instead, think about the things that you can add in. In the program I went through for health coaching, we called it crowding out. The more you start adding in that really whole nutritious food that is serving you, helping you detox, the more you can kind of crowd out those other things. So that's a few tips for you to get you started. Mm-hmm. Wow. And speaking about detox, there are many clients that walk into treatment and that go through a medical detox in recovery, and then they're severely weakened by it because they go through all kinds of cramping and flu-like symptoms. And certainly people that have thrived after COVID this past year have gone through so much and really need to get the nutrition back. It's essential for them to start building up immunities and to get their their energy back and to really look about how many minerals and vitamins were depleted during COVID. So these are really very, very good tips. Yeah. That's Um, great. I think here's, let's do this. I would love to take a short break. And when we come back, what we're looking into, and this is so great to have you here, Colleen, what we're going to look into is let's get the ball rolling. You know, what can you learn? What can you do? Where can you start? You know, what is it about mineral deficiency? And by the way, did you even know that many of you that have gotten the vaccine, that there are ways that you can restore your body? There are ways that you can support it. And so we're going to take a short break. When we come back, what happens when you see a shift? What happens all of a sudden if your body stops reacting? What should you do? Should you find out more? Should you see if something's going on? What are some of the signs to look out for that may have to do with well-being and wellness and may have to do with nutrition? And what are the ones that don't? Everything we're talking about is really about what you can do for yourself. And here's what we want to say. If you have a serious issue that's been going on, you need to call your doctor. That's what we always say in this show. But if we're talking about nutrition, clearing toxins in the bodies, you should still see your practitioner or your doctor in how you go about this, or you can call Colleen and get some advice. This is not a one-size-fits-all. This is an invitation to change this part of your life and pump up the volume. Colleen, how do people find out about you? 
you can go to my website, Colleen Clary, C-L-E-A-R-Y dot net. Everything's there. My social media channels, email, all the things. Yeah. When we come back, the Clary method. And what are you ready to do to reset? That's what we're doing here. Ellen, let's go to a break. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey everybody, it's me, psychic medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole. We are so excited to introduce you to our new live call-in show called Shades of Spirit on TransformationTalkRadio.com. As we connect you with your crossed over loved ones, angels, and guides, and also help you develop your own psychic and healing abilities. For more information and to book your own private experience, go to ShadesOfSpirit.com and also follow us on TransformationTalkRadio.com. We figured by the time we turned 50, we kind of had life figured out, but we were not prepared for the realities of midlife. Tune in to, and that's when I realized, the truth and comedy of midlife with me, Susan Dolce. And me, Leon Dyer, every second and fourth Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You're not alone in these challenges, and sometimes you just gotta laugh. Find us at SusanDolce.com and LeonDyer.com. Want to ignite your best life full of joy, passion, and purpose? Then join me, Stephanie James, for The Spark, Wednesday nights, 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 9 o'clock Eastern, on TransformationTalkRadio.com, and learn how together we can illuminate the world. Learn more on StephanieJames.world. The best is yet to come. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack, and I'm excited to tell you about the latest technology. It is new to this country, and it's just amazing. It's out of Germany. The Healy is state-of-the-art technology for improving and changing the body vibration. I have more information about the Healy on my website, maryjanemack.com, or you can call the office at 888-777-4232. Welcome back, Transformation Talk Radio listeners. I'm Ellen Stewart. I am with Dr. Pat, and we're here at Recovery Recharged with holistic expert and coach Colleen Cleary. Colleen, we are so thrilled to hear some basic tips from you at how to kind of reset and start our new year, new year off talking about wellness and, and good holistic treatments for us but i want to ask you specifically about the cleary method can you talk to us a little bit about what that means and how you work that out with your clients 
Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So the Clary method developed over time through my coaching practice. When I first started coaching brand new, um, I would say to people, okay, keep a food journal, tell me everything you ate, and then let's make this change and I'll see you next week. They come back next week. Well, I kind of sort of didn't really do it. I really quickly figured out that we can talk all day long about those green leafy vegetables you should be eating, but there are other pieces to it. So I started taking a deep dive into how do we create a habit that sticks? So that's a piece of the Clary Method, the mindset, the identity piece to it, and then also a way of eating. So now when it comes to nutrition, again, it's not a one size fits all. Somebody can eat one meal and thrive on it. And for someone else, it would really ruin their day. But what everybody can benefit from is more intuitive eating. Eat when you're hungry, stop when you're full, which sounds almost impossible for some people. But all of those pieces go into the clearing method. So it's a pretty much individual method, what you're saying. You take it slowly but surely. Can you give us some concrete examples as to what you've done, maybe clients that you've worked with, taking them from where they were to where they are now? Oh, I would love to. I love talking about my clients. It's my favorite part of my work. So the first client I'm going to tell you about, we're going to call her Shelly. She came to me at the age of 75. She'd been to the doctor and got some scary news that if she did not turn things around, she was heading down a scary path with her health. So she came to me and said, okay, I need help. I need to take this weight off. I don't remember the last time I worked out. Really pretty set in her ways. And she would admit that to me. I don't really like change. And I was like, that's okay. Most of us don't. So we started with small steps. And I got her to just go out the door for a walk every day, five minutes. I said, I just want you to show up for five minutes. That's it. And then you're done if you want to be. And we worked a lot on her identity around her habits, her confidence, and she turned things around. She dropped 30 pounds. She walked every day so much building up her fitness that she then said, well, I don't really have to worry about my scary diagnosis anymore. Turn that around. Now I think I want to run a 5K. So she's now training for her first 5K. So at 75, at 75, boy, she's putting us to shame. It's just a number. I mean, (laughs) that's part of the conversation I think we need to have. Because a lot of times what happens if you mentor or coach, right, Ellen, people in recovery, uh, they feel their life is over. They don't really see their future. They don't see a 75, you know, and what I want to say is I gave you the reference. Well, maybe, I don't know if I mentioned Jane Fonda, but she's got 82, 83 and she's out there, you know, fighting for whatever she believes in age. In our society, it's a number, right? You know, I used to have a mentor that said this to me about age, and I guess that's why I feel this way about it. He said, okay. He said, look, you know, Pat, I know that your spiritual practices are across across the board. You know, you've been, you studied Christianity, you've studied Buddhism, you even were on the corner at a Hare Krishna people. But what do you believe? Do you believe this? Do you believe these people, the Buddhas, the Moses of the world? Do you believe they lived like eight, nine hundred years? I said, oh, yeah. So why don't you believe you can? Wow. 
see, it, we are bombarded with the fact that we can't. But if we all believe, right? I mean, there's a large population of people, and it doesn't matter where you are. You could be Muslim. You could be Hindu, right? I have a, my table tennis partner is is Hindu. You could be all these things. But what you find in a lot of these spiritual practices, some of these people that they talk about walk the earth hundreds of years. Well, how? And in our mindset, we're like, nope, I'm really good to about age 62, 65. I'm going to retire. This is where we got to begin. So can we, Colleen and everybody, and I, Colleen, I think this is like in your, in your program. We got, can we talk about the mind? Let's talk mind. Let's talk about it. So again, mindset is everything. If you want to reach any goals, whether you're a business owner or you're an athlete or you're a parent, like whatever the goals, whatever, and obviously we're talking about wellness and recovery. If you don't think you can do it, if you don't believe that you can, I don't know that you can either. I think it's Henry Ford's quote, whether you think you can or whether you think you cannot, you are right. You're right. You have to believe. And that's, again, why I'm always telling my clients, I know it feels like we have to take these huge steps and really go big or go home. But if we take small steps, we're more likely to show up and do it because we're hardwired for the easy path. And then we start to build up that new identity and that mindset like, oh, hey, look at me. I can do this. And that is everything. It's everything. Yeah. It is, especially in recovery. Yeah. I know I sat in so many conversations in the rooms where people were celebrating their clean date or celebrating their birthday and really celebrating. And we would turn around and say, if you're not celebrating, it's because you're probably dead. So thank goodness for this celebration. Thank goodness that we're getting older. Thank, thank goodness that we're celebrating our age because a lot of us aren't around to celebrate. So every single year is a celebration. And you're right. You can only do something if you really believe you can do it that's for sure yeah so can you give us an example of another client success in addition to that 75 year old i would love to the next client i want to talk to you about um we're going to call her molly when we started together she was about 43 years old she came to me and she's a single parent of three teenage boys can we all just (sighs) deep breath for that role right And she was like, oh, Colleen, I don't have any energy. I don't remember the last time I worked out. Me and the kids were either at the drive-thru or it's a microwave meal. I've got all this extra weight on my body. I don't have any confidence anymore. I need your help. So just like with my other client I told you about, we started with small steps. We figured out why it was important. She really wanted to be active with her kids and to set a good example for her children as well. And then for all of them to be on that journey together. So we all stepped it. I was like, and I do this for a lot of people who haven't worked out a long time. I'm like, just go for a walk. It's one of the easiest ways to start moving your body without equipment and all the things. So again, she started making progress step-by-step, building up her confidence. And by the time she graduated, if you will, from working with me, Her kiddos were learning to cook at home. They would take turns cooking meals. 
she was way more active. She dropped 25 pounds. And the thing that I loved the most with her is that we only met in person once at the start of our program together. After that, we went to phone sessions. I could hear the transformation just in her voice. I didn't have to see it. And it was so great. And at the end, I always ask my clients for feedback. And she said, I just have to thank you for giving me my life back. It was so good. I understand that feeling for sure. So that means the clients don't have to be in front of you to work with you. They can work with you virtually. They can also work with you on the phone as well. Yeah, absolutely. Whatever works best for them. And, you know, that really brings me back to really getting all of us to understand that we're talking about meeting people at the place they are. And Ellen, this is where you started with this, I think, right? That's exactly um, right. But there are some kind of cool, really things that we can do. You know, let's talk about cooking for a minute, if we can, if you don't mind. Sure. And what I mean by talking about cooking, I grew up in a family where the cooking thing was like a form of therapy. Okay, some people had knitting and some people crocheting, some people are reading, but cooking, this was a ritual. This was a sacred and fun thing to do. And then somewhere along the road, it didn't become that way anymore. And we're finding now, especially through COVID, we find more parents that got their kids involved with this. Because they just realize I cannot do it all. My children are sitting here next to me. They're going to learn how to crack an egg. They just got to learn how to crack that egg. Um, and can you talk about the new innovative ways, Colleen, that you're seeing people are responding to? First of all, let me just make this announcement. Ellen, you better do something about this yourself. I am moving that equipment out of that room a very small room, a sanctuary room. It's beautiful, beautiful, but I'm moving it out. And I'm going to be moving it to a part of the house that divides the dining area and the TV room. And I don't care how big the equipment's going to be there. And it is 10 steps away from the ping pong table, even if it's an eyesore, because this is where if you want to make a change, then you better be tripping over your equipment, right? You're absolutely right. And, and you know, this is, I'm not, I don't think everybody has to get that drastic. I don't live with anybody, you know, and Linda's going to be gone for a couple of months. So I, you know, she doesn't really need to be like, oh my God, the damn equipment. <laughs> so we're not going to do that. But they can make minor changes, right? Minor always, changes are always. very important. Yeah. Right. And you know, that cooking thing is really important because not only were people cooking more, I know, you know, everybody was saying they were gaining more weight, but nevertheless, there are lots of benefits and Colleen mentioned it before, and it really helps you focus. I mean, it just begins to calm you down for a lot of people. They were helping each other. It was a community event. It was getting everybody involved. Cooking itself stimulates the senses in a very positive and healthy way. And we are really concentrating 
going on what's right in front of us. So it's basically practice practicing mindfulness and also helping us de-stress and have less anxiety, which is part of the mental health process of being holistic and, and certainly in terms of wellness. So we should go back to cooking. And also, Colleen, you mentioned that it was healthier for us to pick the right foods and to do the right things. And now, even if you're not cooking, you can choose from a hundred different places that will bring you like all kinds of different things and deliver these healthy things to your door, right? So that's, that, is that part of showing people what to do in the Cleary Method? Do you talk about the nutrition as well as the exercise? Yeah, we for sure talk about nutrition and we do some exploration about what's going to serve them best. We also, for, so for some people, they're cooking a lot more, which is so great. Some people are stuck with, like, I've got a client who took the step to take that DoorDash app off of her phone. There you go. Right? Because that was a lot of restaurant food coming through. So one of the, one of the many benefits, you listed so many of them, but one of the other benefits of cooking at home is you have control over the ingredients and the portion sizes. And that's a big deal because you don't have control over that so much when you go out to a restaurant or if you're ordering takeout. So when you have control over the ingredients, you can make it serve you and what nourishes you best. And it's also just a beautiful way of saying to yourself, like your mind takes you seriously. I'm really serious about my health and wellness. I'm a person that'll get in the kitchen and cook as opposed to DoorDash right? Like you're not as committed to your wellness if you're hitting that DoorDash button all the time. I'm not trying to talk down delivery and all of that. Oh gosh, no, and that's not we're what we're saying. We're in our first pandemic, so. Yeah. No, no, oh, no. Right. And there are ways to even have delivered healthy to you. I mean, it just depends mm-hmm. upon what you've decided to do to make yourself feel better. And the truth that's- of the matter is if I keep eating cupcakes for breakfast, my sugar level drops way down and I have no energy the rest of the day. I mean, I just feel it. I yeah. know when I'm not eating the right thing, as much as I think I may want it, sugar fixes or short fixes, okay? And then just like kids, I crash, right? And then I have to kind of pick myself up with a banana or an apple or something to, to keep myself going. So we really are what we eat. There's no question. And the older we get, it really shows up. Really, really does. It really does. So I'm not so sure I'm going to bring the the treadmill and the um, and the exercise bike up from the basement, but I am putting a big TV down there. That's for sure. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I, I think what I'm trying to say is, look, um, maybe when I go to make this move, it won't be the way I think it should be, and then I'll rearrange it because I have other places. I was very fortunate to move in the middle of COVID, very unexpected. I thought it was a nightmare and it turned to be out the blessing, you know, just a miracle showed up and I'm very happy about it and just finishing touches. So I'm really happy about that too, but we have to start somewhere. And, you know, one of the things we talked about earlier is if you are listening and you are in this journey I say this over and over again to people, even on some of the other shows, you've got to consult a doctor if you're not really feeling well. That is like first and foremost. You've got to consult a doctor. What the three of us didn't talk about today, and certainly we're not going to have a whole lot of time to do it, is, and I think Colleen, you're, you're right there too, is 
this is to really reset. This is a reset. You do this in conjunction with whatever you're doing with your doctors. This has been my path. I have four doctors because I went through a healing crisis in 2004 and it almost killed me. And I'm smart enough to know that you cannot live the life I lived for the first 40 years of my life and think I'm going to skate through, right, without mind, spirit, and body health. And if you're going to bring that in, Ellen, in the conversation about recovery, this is why what Colleen is doing and the, and, and the Clary method, this is why what we're talking about today is systematic. It is step-by-step step, and it's going to meet people where they are. And I can't tell you how important Colleen your work is because if we don't do what you're doing and getting your help, we won't last those years and we won't last them in a way we want to live. Them. See, aren't we talking about quality of life, everybody? We definitely are talking about quality of life. And I'll tell you something, Colleen has made it very easy for all of us to get started. She has a great Facebook group called the Sisterhood for Wellness. Tell us about that so that we can have people join that Facebook group and participate in the community and actually become a part of this wellness reset. Thank you so much, Ellen. Yeah, so the Sisterhood for Wellness, I started it a few years ago after I started my coaching business. We have close to 400 women in there now. And in this group, it's just like you said, it's a community where the women come together. It's led by me with free wellness challenges. I'm in there live every week with some wellness tips. I just provide a lot of content for those people that are hungry for it. But it's also, like I said, a community where the women support and encourage each other. And that's a big piece because if we have learned that through COVID, I feel like connection is so important. So, um, so that's a great place for women to come and join the sisterhood. So all they have to do is go to Facebook and look up the Sister for Wellness and then ask to join the group. It's a free group to join? 100%, yep. 100% free. So now that it's two weeks away from the fall, we are starting to get cooler weather. We are starting to begin to get out there a little bit more and take care of ourselves and really get into the new year here. If we can call it the new year, let's start off right, right? Simple, easy steps. So how easy actually is it to get started, Colleen? What would you say? It's super easy if we embrace the fact that it can be, if we're ready to ditch the go big or go home mentality, which some people struggle with, right? But I'll give you a few tips, like one tip in a few different areas. When we're talking about your mindset, one of the first easy things you can do is start to develop your awareness about those negative tapes that roll around. We all have them in our heads, right? Um, you might want to call her the mean girl in your head, whatever you want to call it, but that negative talk that goes on your head, start developing awareness about that because we can't change that if we're not aware. Meditation is a really great way to develop that awareness muscle. Um, when it comes to habit formation, here's a really simple tip. That thing that you say you want to do, put it on your calendar, carve time out for it. When you add it to your calendar, that signals to your brain, 
I'm serious. I'm not messing around. It's on my schedule. I'm doing it. Okay. Um, the next thing we did not get into, but we did talk about morning routines is sleep. A great morning starts the night before. You need your quality sleep. So please make that a priority. And like Dr. Pat said, if you're really struggling, you've tried to get better sleep and it's not working, please go ask your doctor. Tell your doctor when sleep isn't happening for you. It's critical to your wellness. That is often where I start my clients out. I'm, I don't want to talk about the food on your plate. If you're not sleeping at night, yeah. it's so hard to show up for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then get moving. Move your body in whatever way feels good to you. It needs to feel good too. Yeah. And, you know, let's just touch upon the fact that this is a time where I don't know about you both, but I really looked at, I've got to invest in myself now. You know, I have invested in my business. I continue to do that to grow the network. I'm investing in technology. And, you know, the daunting question is, why do we always put ourselves last? Why do we not look at a way to get that elliptical or that recumbent bike or whatever that is? You know, if you're worried about going back to the gym, yeah, maybe you just need one thing to really help you or remind you. Um, and, and look, for those of you that may not be well, you know, I did a show about a year ago on how you can get things, devices. They have these really cool little steppers now where you can be sitting down for hours and you can be moving. Because, Colleen, you're talking about moving. We're not telling people how to move, are we? No, because here we go again. It's not one size fits all. So I'm a distance runner. But do I think everybody should be out there running 10 miles? Nope. I don't, but I do think everybody should find a way that works best for them. Yeah. Ellen, parting words. Well, starting small, I can see that this is working, understanding that we can reset, understanding sometimes that the older we get, the more our health is more precious to us. It's a wonderful thing. Let's make sure that we go to the Facebook group, The Sister for Wellness with Colleen Cleary. Invest our time and our effort into the group and maybe contact Colleen. And let's find out again, Colleen, where we can reach you and how we can become a part of the yeah. Cleary Method. Yeah. Awesome. So you can go to ColleenClary.net. I offer free 30-minute consultation calls. So if you're like, oh, maybe Colleen can help me free call. We'll talk about where you're at now, where you want to be and how I can help you bridge the gap. I love it. Wow. Colleen, thank you. You rock. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Ellen, thank you. How do people find out about you? Please don't forget to do that. As always, Pushy Broad from the Bronx.com, 1-800-889-1757. Now that the fall is here, the summer's over, let's get down to business, okay? Let's get down to business. It is a brand new year, a brand new time to get clean and sober and stay clean and sober. You want a free 30-minute session, 30 minute session with me? All you have to do is sign up right on my website. I'm here for you. Just like You've been listening to Recovery Recharged with Certified Life and Recovery Coach Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx. Don't miss your next opportunity to let me help you recharge your recovery, let go of your secrets, and change the way you think, feel, and act right here on TransformationTalkRadio.com.